Um, <laughs> um, but I'm going to talk today um, just about some live stream audio stuff. Um, and I'm just kind of going to hit, I'm just going to fly through a bunch of stuff. Um, and we can maybe do, at the end, we'll do some Q&A so I can maybe try to expand a little bit more. But I'm going to try to get through all of this. Um, so I'm just going to go off the basis. Um, most, most churches are using, you know, a bus off the, off the, your X32 or Yamaha or whatever. I'm assuming most of you are using buses. And so I'm going to kind of just like talk about a few things that could help in uh, making that sound better. And so um, some of it might be super simple. You already know. Some of it might be something you're hearing again. Um, but so I'm just going to go through this. Um, yeah. So uh, obviously sound is, is you can only put out on live stream as good as you input. Your source always has to be the best. Your source has to be the best that I could be. Otherwise, the sound online isn't going to be good. You have a broken cord, obviously, it's not going to be good on, on, online. So um, that's the very first thing. Make sure your sources are good. Make sure you're getting the right gain into the board. Make sure cables are good. Make sure there's no hum. Make sure, you know, uh, whatever. But like the source has to be good in order for it to be good online. Like that's just first and foremost. And, and so that leads into gain staging. Now there's a, gain staging is like, whoa, there's a lot to it. But How the, many of you have heard of gain staging? All right, yeah, so a few, so a few in here. Um, so basically gain staging um, is, is, oh man. Gain staging is the level that the, the source is coming into the board. This is basically what it is. And there's a lot more to it that boggles my mind. But, and there's a lot of different ways to gain stage. There's like three, four different ways to gain stage. Um, but basically, um, what gain staging does is that it allows, it allows you to, um, so obviously, we all know when a, the sound comes into the board, if it's too hot, it'll clip. If it's too quiet, it's too quiet. So basically what gain staging does is it, um, is it allows you to have enough headroom um, to mix it and to, to manipulate it um, to make it sound better, um, but, it, and it, but it's not too quiet. So basically just gain staging is leveling everything out as it comes into the board so that it's all equal and you're not having anything, you're not fighting the fader or you're not fighting does that make sense? A little bit? Yeah. Okay. So that's what gain staging is. And so that's where the handy dandy gain button, gain knob comes into play. Um, so uh, gain staging, what you're going to want to look for when you're gain staging is you're going to want your source, the level of your source to be about negative 18. And so what this does is this allows you to, again, um, give, it gives a level playing field for everything so that when you're compressing, when you're EQing, it allows everything to be equal and it just sets you up for success as we move down the road and down the chain. So gain staging is really important um, and you can do a lot more research into that. There's, again, there's a lot to that. Um, so gain staging is really big, your source is really big, gain staging. Um, so now that we have everything in, we have everything level, um, everything is about sitting negative 18, we have headroom to play with. Um, so, and, and again, a lot of this will help with live sound and, a lot of, and, and online sound. So this is kind of a twofer, if you will. Um, 
Okay, so next, after we get the sound, the gain staging, the, all that, what you're gonna wanna do is, is and this, a lot of this I've learned from other people, I've, you know, I've learned, they've taught me that I, we've, I've asked them, um, but if you're running off a board, you're gonna wanna set up, what I like to do is set up four different buses. So four different buses, uh, you're gonna have a drum bus, a band bus, a vocal bus, and a service bus for pastor, mic, stuff like that. And so, so now we have, the, we have the inputs, we have four buses, drums, band, vocals, and service. And then most, most uh, boards have like a matrix that you could, so like the X32 has a matrix, so you could send your buses to the matrix, and then from there you send it out. Um, so basically what you're gonna wanna do with those buses is, um, okay, so basically, now, now that you have the source, you have the buses, and you have the matrix, the, 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 good, the thing about this is that it allows you to compress it and to um, EQ it at multiple levels, and this is really important. Um, you can, you can compress the matrix, compress the buses, and compress the source. And when you, compress, when you compress multiple times, it allows you to get a more natural sound, and, and it just sounds better. And you, can, you have less, uh, less harsh, less aggressive compressors three times rather than having one compressor slam, slam the input. So that's, that's why this is really important, and it'll make your mix sound a lot better right off, like, right away. If you have three different compressors working lighter than one compressor working really hard. So that's really important is setting up those four buses and you can use those in-house and you can use it online. So that's really important. Um, so source, gain staging, buses. And then I hit on compressors. Okay, so in live sound, um, I've, I've watched I've watched a lot of um, Bethel live stream or River Valley live stream or a lot of live streams. And what I'm learning is that, uh, is that the most important things in an online mix especially is drums, bass, and vocals. Those are kind of your foundations. If you have those things nailed and they sound great, you can have a great mix, like overall. And then you use you know, your keyboards or all the other jazz to fill in the spaces. But, I, I, what I've learned is that those three things are the most important and they will set your foundations. And if those aren't sounding great, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be iffy overall. So really, really focus on those three things. And if you can get those three things, your mix will sound even better already. Um, another thing is um, adding reverb to uh, live stream audio. Um, and that can be hard depending on what you're using, what board and stuff like that. But um, I know that Again, I, we've, we use X32s, and I know that's a common one. I know that uh, if you, you can add reverb to matrixes and stuff like that. So just making sure you add, uh, if you can add uh, reverb to your vocals, that'll, that'll make your live stream mix sound really good because it's really easy to get a dry mix when you're just sending the source straight through. So all these processes will allow you to get a better EQ, mix and then if you add some reverb it'll sound it'll sound a lot better um one last thing about um Question. yes is this process going to be the same also just for, just for the passive mixing or is it mainly more for like the music mixing um so yeah uh it, it's great for all honestly like obviously the reverb and stuff will only be on vocals but 
but compressing, compressing um, pastoral mics and stuff like that, if you, multiple compressors are great. Like, the more you do it, the more natural it'll sound, the more there's, it'll be way better than using one slammed. So yeah, it, it absolutely works for, for that too. Um, uh, the last thing is, um, so live, especially in live stream sound, um, through all those processes that you use, and then you know compressors that that YouTube puts on it, stuff like that, it tends to get it tends to get dark, uh, like the high end starts to get dark. So it's something that I've learned. And this is just one little nugget for you guys, um, but but one thing that I've learned is that adding adding a little high end, a little top end boost to the overall matrix of the live stream mix makes it sound ten times better, and so you can get a good sound. Um, and a lot cleaner and a lot more um, professionally sounding live stream mix just by adding a little top end boost to that. And so, okay, so just a quick recap. Um, source. Who's your source? <laughs> Jesus. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but source, it's got to be good. Um, gain staging, looking for that negative 18 so that everything has enough headroom. Um, uh, buses, setting up four buses. Is that negative 18 both on analog and digital? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, again, like there's different, like there's three different ways to gain stage. This is just the way that I use. Um, but yeah, it's, there's, <laughs> and, and like everybody has a different opinion. And so, but my, what I like to use, it just makes sense to me. Everything coming in at the same level, it makes it easy to work with. And, and, Stuff like that. Uh, so four buses, and then when you send, you can send those four buses to the matrix for the live stream, but you can also use those four buses in-house. And if you, double compressors in-house will also be, um, will also make it sound a lot better too. Um, bass, drums, and vocals, really prioritize those, and then using the other instruments to fill, adding some reverb and some top end um, to the whole live stream mix. And then one last thing, um, if you're going to spend money, like if you could, if, if you're going to spend money on something and this is not to upgrade, like if you're upgrading to running audio through logic or something like that, like obviously that's a whole nother world, a whole nother realm. If you're upgrading to a board running live stream or something, again, a whole nother world. But if, if you're going to spend money on something, I, I would say spend money on the source. Um, so for example, uh, better drum drum mics would be would be an upgrade or like a tone hammer for the bass that would be a big upgrade so that you're having a good bass tone every single time and so that would be something that I would spend money on um, if I were you um, and you're looking to spend money on something for your sound for your production um, audio wise sweet I think that's pretty much it no Oh, oh, so yeah, so great question, brother. Um, <laughs> um, so basically, what I was saying by fighting the fader is like, let's say you have a vocal and it's gained at zero, and 
or no, no, no. Let's say, let's say you have, let's say you have a vocal. Okay, let's say you have a vocal gained at 40 and it's peaking like crazy, and and like no matter how far you turn down the fader, it's still peaking. You know, I'm like that's what I mean. Like, it's just so blasted that you're fighting the fader and it's not really affecting it very much. That's that's kind of what I meant by that. Or like if the vocal's too quiet, you can't turn it up. Like you're all the way at the top of your fader and it's not doing anything. Like that's kind of what I mean by fighting the fader. Um, yeah. So then I think it's. Oh yeah. So we've done both, actually. Um, and so, honestly, uh, you, in my experience, my vast experience, uh, <laughs> um, I, I loved, I loved um, running software because, I mean, that's what I, I do software a lot, and it came naturally to me. You can, you can change the sound like crazy. Like, you have so much more um, versatility in, in software. Um, the problem that we ran into is, um, so we started with software and then we moved to board. Um, reason being uh, the, the latency that, that software created. And because we run iMeg in our sanctuary, uh, we, we, we didn't want to delay the iMeg so that the audio could catch up with the video and so it was just like, it was, a, it was a hefty, and then you have to have a computer that can run it and handle it. Sure. And Dante is, anybody who works with Dante, you know, that's a trip. Um, so, but, so yeah, that, that would be, I would say, I, it, and, and it depends on budget range. Like, if, if you're looking for the best bang for your buck, software 100%. It's, Logic is 200 bucks. I mean, you don't have to use Logic, that's just what we run, but Logic was 200 bucks. It works, works great, like if you have a computer that can handle it, you have, and there's a bunch of templates, like, who's that template? Yeah, there's like a Luke Hendrickson one that I know is fantastic. Um, Luke Hendrickson's from Bethel. He runs Bethel Sound. Yeah. Yeah, so like, there's templates that you can like pop on there and it's, and it's done. And so like, software is super great, super easy, great to work with, I mean, yeah, so that, that would be my suggestion, but um, analog is great too. You have le less latency, less, you know, you have more something. Yeah. So are you saying you use logic to mix a live stream rather than something like a soundboard? Um, I'm, saying, I'm saying it's a, it's a more, more cost-effective um, cost and, yeah, I would say it's cost-effective, and honestly, with templates, it's, it's easier. You can, because... Mixing online is a whole nother world. And so it, it's cost effective and with templates it makes it very easy, is what I would say. Um, we will have a lot Yeah, we'll do Q&A at the end. So. I want to talk. <laughs> I, do wanna, I do just want to piggyback off that. It's like, what's the piggyback? I'm going to backpack off the real quick. I said that earlier, so I'll just say it. Thing about Reverb and Remix for online, 
face. So kind of kind of the idea is you don't want to watch a video on your screen uh, of a guy like let's just say riding a skateboard. Okay, you're, you're in a far back spot. You don't want to feel like the guy's right in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to feel like that guy is like like kind of where he looks like he is on the screen. So that's that's what you could you could kind of do with reverb, but with shot mic that's just going to pick up the ambient noise of what's coming in, and it's going to create a reverb for that person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so that's that's kind of in one way how you can create like like someone doesn't quite know uh, they they're not going to watch that video and be like. Value is that like, could you write, could I listen to your, to your guys' 
openly and then like I have seen uh, through this like past year. Um, how are they helped that that you guys see and um, can they like sort of feel that there's like people that would take up their work for it and stuff like that? That's the answer. And then what that does is just like it kind of holds and opens up their work in. I like to keep this like as low as possible to be safe that it is
My question is more basic. Our church is up in the North Woods. Our biggest thing, we don't have a connection to be able to do it a hard line to any kind of internet connection. And uh, so the biggest issue is getting enough bandwidth. And it's like having to stop the service halfway through mm -hmm. to get everybody in the church service to turn their phones off. <laughs> so I mean, it's very basic. Mm -hmm. So what is the solution? We talked before this, and I was stumped, but I'm, I'm thinking I'm using my brain. Uh, I, I think that it's, it's hard because you're, you're limited there, uh, but you, you can maybe take, uh, you know, making the best with what you have, uh, some decisions that you can, and like one decision you could limit your internet use so that uh, maybe people in, in house aren't using it as much. We, We've got everybody to turn off their phones in the whole church. I mean, I do TV news, and I've, I've done live streams. You know, you do them from the front of your car as you're driving down the road. But the backpacks literally have five cell phones in them. In order for it to get enough bandwidth to actually broadcast on television, we actually have to have three of those five working. So that's the way it works. And so when we have the backpacks out trying to do live news in the same area, 
A lot of times we can't even do that because we can't get enough bandwidth to broadcast on TV news. <coughs> yeah. I so think when it comes to that, I think you'd be best off just actually recording it and not that, That's it what we ended up doing, you know. Just, yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it's really difficult, so. But one other comment I would like to make is that, that I've seen so many churches that it's not a church service. What I've walked into when I actually go into a church service it's a TV production studio. It's not, it's not a church service, it's a TV production studio. So you have to make sure that you don't take the technology and stretch it beyond what you're trying to do or what you're trying to succeed at. What you're doing is trying to have a church service, not a TV production studio. Yeah, that's good. Um, Can I speak to it yeah, real sure. quick on bandwidth? Because I do, oh, yeah, I'm a tech too. director at a church in Southwest Minnesota, but then I also own a company and do production live stuff. And I had this trouble, I had a lot of people calling me during pandemic that were having trouble with live stream. Same way with bandwidth. You know, rural areas, you don't get the bandwidth. So one of the biggest things that I've taught churches a lot is, how's your router set up in the church? How are your internet connections set up? Because a couple of the churches that I worked with, they had a router that was open. And everybody's device as they walked in. Yeah, we've turned it, those things off. Yeah, it's not but you can go around that. Like, we put in a separate, we split our network, putting in a separate that It's me and our tech booth are the only people that can access that network. Anybody else's hmm. phone hits a different router somewhere else, and it's locked out of there. Because I had one church, for example, that they were fine with their live stream when they were closed down. As soon as people started coming back in, their live stream live stream was glitching like crazy because everybody's phone changed the router as soon as it comes in. So what we did with them is we ended up what they did is they closed their network and all of a sudden everybody's phones that logged in for years couldn't log in. It's still pinging it, but then we ended up same internet service. We split it before that and said this is a dedicated tech line just for our live stream and we really squashed the bandwidth that anybody's devices could get and that was the only way I've been able to help people in that aspect in those churches. Pretty and much the only way we got anything to work was just tape it and then. Yeah or I mean it's sometimes that might be the solution you just don't yeah. have anything. <coughs> tape it, go on. And one thing that I've seen you know as with the live stream thing and it's for churches not to discount like you said is you're live streaming and some people worry about, well, people aren't gonna come to church and watch online. Well, we're a church of about 200, 250, and I have, and those are what's in the seats every Sunday, but I have another 150 to 200 people watching online from all over the world, because we've tied our service into, oh, well, we've got missionary family in this country, and they're tuning into our life, and we start realizing, like, we have a whole nother congregation out there that's watching our live stream. You know, not just local people that are sick or at home that day. But then it also does bring people into the church, like you said. You know, yeah. But you have to look at it that way. We really have two churches here. <laughs> We've got the online church and we have the people in our pews that we're sharing the gospel. For real. Yeah. So, um, I, I will add, I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> um, okay, I was gonna just say really quick. Uh, 
We, what we do isn't perfect at the waters, but we uh, are blessed to be in central Minnesota. And all of you guys are probably from around central Minnesota. Uh, not central, sorry. You're all probably from around Minnesota. Uh, if any of you guys ever want to reach out, you can come uh, check out what we got going. Uh, you could, you know what I mean? Just, just let me know. I gave you guys all my email earlier. Uh, if you have any questions after this, uh, if you have any questions, anything from questions from today, uh, questions from, uh, if you guys are thinking about uh, buying some stuff, have some questions about, you know, just really anything. Uh, if you want, let us help you. Like we can, we can just maybe help point you in the right direction. We don't have all the answers, but uh, we have gone down some of these paths before. So uh, if we can help you, we'd love to be able to. So we'll let you know again at the end of this. Uh, but yeah, if you do have any other questions. Sorry, I just cut, cut you guys off. I didn't get to remember what I said. Right there? Kind of several, like back to the whole bandwidth thing. <coughs> I, obviously, you know, I'm at church and I'm doing the whole speed test, like upload, download, how much it is. Is there like a number that you guys kind of want to see for the upload speed and download speed that will help? Or yeah. should, should, I, should, I, should I ask Comcast, hey, I need more, you know, more megabytes per whatever it is. Does it, how do you get this number? Like, what's kind of a number that you guys kind of see that? Um, yeah, it, it's hard because it really, de really depends. Like we were, we, uh, when we upgraded, um, we have fiber now and we get about 900 upload and about 50 download. And so it's, <laughs> upload, 50 upload and 900 download. There it is. There it is. You guys are good. You guys are good. All right. uh, yeah. So um, I mean, I mean, we haven't had any troubles, but I think before that we were getting, I don't know, maybe twenty-five and like six hundred, and we we were doing fine then. But it would glitch sometimes, and and of course, like we were, we were we didn't have fiber, and we were we would have troubles every now and then, but 600 to 30, give or know. take. I would add to that. We, we also have a lot of people that come through our doors. Right. So, so those people are using the internet too. Uh, like in, in your situation, you don't need probably more than 30. Uh, yeah. Don, it's more about your upload. Uh, and I would just lock down uh, that upload speed by maybe a mm -hmm. separate uh, internet going for your live stream. That's what we did for a long time. Even before we did this mm -hmm. upgrade before this, we had a very, very terrible internet. And, uh, and I just, yeah, it, it was great. But that was what we did. We locked down the internet. We had uh, a hardline connection in that, if, if you know, networking is super confusing. Sam does the networking at our church, so he knows a little bit more than me. But you, he's, <laughs> um, so before this, actually, but when, when I first got there, we literally, for our building, we, I mean, we had hundreds of people, and we literally had a, a house network, <laughs> like a housing network, and <laughs> it wasn't great, but it worked, like, and that was with hundreds of people through the doors, and it still worked, so like, um, yeah, because we locked down the bandwidth, like locked up certain um, certain networks and stuff like that. So it really just depends on your specific situation and 
So, yeah. So again, what's excellence is just doing the best with what you've got. So if you've got a home network system, if you've got something similar to that, like, like what can you do to make that work? How can you, um, some decisions might just have to be made of like, hey, some of our guests don't get, you know, priority on the network because we have a live stream that really supports. We have 150, 200 people that need to watch online uh, that want to watch. And so maybe they're prioritizing that a little bit more than people uh, going on Facebook to influence. <laughs> <laughs> Exposed. But you, you, know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's, that'd be kind of my thing. Like, you don't need a, a crazy lot. It's more, yeah, that's cool. I was going to. Midas 32 yeah. compact by chance? I'm just kidding. So, yeah, so as far as that goes, that's where Dante comes into play. I don't, um, so basically, Dante is running sound over network. Yeah. Or, or yeah, I mean, I guess you could use USB out, but USB can be a little glitchy sometimes when you're running that many channels. But you could. You could do the USB, USB out of the board into a computer that has logic on it. So it's completely separate. Um, so you'll have all the functions of the board. You'll run out, you'll run out of cable, either USB or Dante, um, into, into a computer. And then the computer completely has its own thing going on. Does that make sense? Does that make sense?
think that we had some problems playing this week because I went and I drank, <laughs> and it was like real free open for me. <laughs> Don't, I don't want to talk about it. I could care less about Ableton. I hate Ableton. I hate it. Yeah. You had said with audio, you know, like you're going to invest money in, in being a storage base. Yeah. If we zoomed out a little bit and everything that you guys are talking mm -hmm. about, if I'm a pastor in a church that has next to nothing, I've been live streaming on my iPad. Mm-hmm. Um, a thousand bucks, a thousand big ones. Um, I would say, I would say, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, uh, camcorder for sure. Camcorder, um, cause you can do, you can do, um, sound out of your board into the camcorder. So I mean camcorder and then a, and then a, a live stream, a live stream, uh, program. And there's there's a bunch of what's that what's that one that um, uh, yeah yeah OB I mean the OBS is free I think isn't it yeah OBS is free and so you could free OBS a camcorder that that works and then sound out of your sound out of your board and that that'll get you started. I think you had, there's one way back there, you were a long time, no, you, no, no, that was you, that was you, that was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, 
Actually, that's funny. I was going to say something, but I was like, nah, that's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit right there. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm super basic. Um, I love just the most basic compressor. And I, the goal of the compressor, this is something that I didn't know for the longest time, but something super minor is when you're compressing anything, you do not want the signal to increase or decrease. So let's say you have a compressor, you turn it on, the sound drops, you don't want that. And that's where you use like the makeup gain knob. So that's just one little, one little um, side note. One little nugget. Yeah, is the you don't want the compressor to adjust the level of the sound and that will keep your sound more consistent. So that's one thing too. And then as far as type, again, like I, I honestly, if you want to talk about types of compressors, talk to Sam Swenson right here. <laughs> this guy will tell you everything about every single compressor. I, I just like the basic one. Um, and I honestly, I'll Google, <laughs> I will sometimes Google how to compress an acoustic guitar. <laughs> I'm not lying. I go back to square one. I go back to square one way too many times. But yeah, so I, basic compressor, um, use it on everything, use it on, in live sound, you can pretty much use it on every single channel all the time, but that's where it comes in, that's where the layers comes in, is that you compress it less, more times. And so that's where you'll get a better sound and less aggressive. Um, so oh, the age old question. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, like I like, I like a three, I like a three, yeah, three wine. Um, I would say, you know, if you want a little bit more, uh, like, yeah, a little quicker, a little quicker attack, medium release, like a 150, like a, maybe a 10 to 30 attack. Yeah, so just something pretty, pretty basic. I, I don't, I don't, I'll play around with it. Like if I want something more aggressive, I'll crank up the attack or something and get something, you know, different, but I, I just kind of play around with it. That, yeah, I don't have anything to like directly say because I just kind of, I honestly play around in Google a lot. Yeah, 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 oh, I, I think you have a Midas Q01, oh gosh. Does it, does it have USB? Oh, multi, okay. I see what you're saying. Mm. Yeah. Shoot. Um, not that I know of, not, not that I know of through your system, um, unfortunately. Sorry about that. Yeah. How much, do we have like, two more questions. Okay, we'll do here and there. <laughs> a lot of prayer. <laughs> I, you, you can take that. I, uh, I, I take seriously Google. Google yeah. is the thing that I do it full time. And uh, there's, there's been a lot of really good resources that are even connected, like the internet. Yeah. Uh, so 
first product I exhibited was a very little PVC scale, uh, and I exhibited it for a lot of press and a lot of uh, videos. Uh, so that it's got a lot of it's it's one of those really like videos that kind of warps a kind of very sexy back. Uh, we do like different press loops, uh, different live feed techniques, different live feed setups. We we've taken a lot of the stuff that we do from Shaker Press and uh, other other things. Snare Culture's great too. Snare Culture's twenty cent off, thirty to buy. Uh, he sent me this. Uh, Website where all the backdoor production is. Uh, there's just if you if you mess around with your rig, you can find a lot of cool, a lot of cool resources and stuff that help you learn. And uh, so I, I believe on this website they they have all the equipment. They've got the Sounder the GI box. We're in last spot. Or, yeah, drums, vocals, and bass. They're just like too quiet. Um, I would say, yeah. What is like, what does the gain staging look like? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I assume you have it down, but it it just won't like cut through. All. Do you like hear it barely? Like, hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would. Uh, so you're going, you're going from board to atem to you can't. Okay, there you go. To, okay, so you are you running a bus out of your board? I'll take your view after. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll talk to you later.